Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is G.F.C. Cooper, and with me today is Faith. Hey! Today, we're going to be talking about someone who is spooky, but in space. <laughs> the Space Phantom. So, what do you think the Space Phantom is? I, see, now I can't stop picturing Space Ghost from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. N- not, n- no. I, Don't it. imagine that at all. Dig it. <laughs> Don't imagine that at all. In fact, imagine something almost on the opposite side of that. <laughs> Does he look like a Halloween prop? No. Sometimes when I'm down, I think of Mr. Fear because I miss him. That was fun <laughs> talking about him. I think about how he looks like a Halloween prop. <laughs> and I just want another one. I want another one that looks like it. Uh, does he look like a ghost? But in, No. But in space? I- you're not going to guess how he looks. Dang it. I can already tell you. Okay. So this is his look. What? Describe it. Oh, um, he's wearing a uh, a long sleeve uh, romper <laughs> with long pant legs as well. Uh, he has some uh, very padded shoulder pads, like I would say almost pointed. Pointed. Almost they like are shoulder pikes. He, um, and that's all purple. And it's all one piece, let me tell you. Uh, his, yeah. His hair is styled like, um, like Wolverine, but pointier and smoother. And he's got some crazy looking eyebrows and pointed ears and sharp nails. And he looks very, very skinny. Like, he looks like he has a thigh gap. It's it's a look, which you can definitely find on uh, either my Facebook group, HodgePod group, or my Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Alphabet Flight. It, it kind of looks like a costume that ABBA would wear at one point. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not pulling it off. No. <laughs> so... so. Um, so, his real name, or, it's, does it go by he? I don't think, I think it's a they. Okay. They do not use any pronouns in this. Yeah, so, the they are, uh, they don't have a known name. They're unknown. They just go by Space Phantom? Yep. I mean, that's a pretty good Uh, name already. I would, I would sign my checks with that if I could. I would go by Apartment Phantom. (laughs) Or something, you know, if I could. Apartment fan. That makes you sound so, so mysterious. <laughs> oh no, just like he's a phantom for this apartment. You could, he never really leaves, and if he does, it's only at night. Yeah, at, on late nights when when the weather is is gloomy. Okay, you can see him emerge briefly. Sometimes he's carrying his clothes so he can go down to the basement so he can use the washer and dryer in the apartment <laughs> complex. Sometimes you see him in the laundry room. The occupation is former military strategist, now agent of Immortus. Ooh. 
Did he get that sweet jumpsuit from Immortus? Is that like a uniform? I have a feeling it's from his military strategist days. Yeah. And he's he's a uh, citizen of Fantas, former alias, unknown, unknown, and uh, his birthplace was the planet Plantus in the Falbo system in the Milky Way galaxy. Also, single. Ready to mingle. Yep. You can tell by the way he has his hands like clasped together in a very menacing way. <laughs> yeah, you could tell by his his sharp dress. It's very, very sharp. I mean, you don't Hard dress that hold. way unless you go into like a party. Yeah, yeah. The only way you dress like that is if you are about to get down. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a disco outfit, kind of. <laughs> So, uh, his group affiliations is former partner of the Grim Reaper, uh, once led a segment of Hydra while impersonating Madra Hydra, <laughs> Madam Hydra. What? Uh, no, no, this, when I say this one was a doozy, I wasn't lying. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> it, no known relatives, and it he works out of an unknown location in the trans-temporal dimen- uh, realm of Limbo. Not the hell limbo. Okay. The, 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 the like, white void him limbo that uh-huh. Immortus lives in. Okay. So, his first appearance was The Avengers, issue number two, in November 1963. The Avengers battled the Space Phantom. This was their second adventure together. Wow. After fighting Loki. Wow. I'm just surprised that he was in the Avengers. Oh, it's, it's never never underestimate early Avengers. It was kind of bad. <laughs> I guess after learning about all the early Daredevil villains. Um... By the way, there's also cover piece theater for this oh one. Oh my god, yes. Cover Peace Theater. To set the scene, um, it 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 has Giant Man, Thor, Wasp, and a Golden Suit Iron Man, uh, surrounding the Space Phantom, which looks like he's controlling like a Hulk mech that's see through. <laughs> it has a arrow pointing. Towards see the new giant man. Okay, then, then armed with fantastic power, the space phantom sets out to destroy Earth's mightiest heroes. One by one, the space phantom removes the Avengers in, takes over their bodies for himself. A marvelous sensation. And what does uh, what does the wasp say? Faith. <laughs> giant man, Thor, look out. It isn't the Hulk, it's the Space Phantom. And he's about to attack Iron Man. Well, it looks like Thor was about to attack the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it looks like he's wearing one of those inflatable costumes of the Hulk, but like you can see through it. Like it's made out of like cellophane. <laughs> so, scene. Yeah, and th- by the way, this was approved by the Comic Code Authority, so you know it's good, wholesome fun. Yes. 
Yep. Yep. You're not not going to see anything about mafia, the mafia in this book. <laughs> so, uh, the alien who 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 would become known as a space phantom was born on Phantas, a world where the people's masters time travel before attempting space travel. That is interesting. That is actually <laughs> for the for the phantoms, a bellicose race engaged in endless civil war. The invention of time travel, the invention of time travel caused massive changes in strategy. Now it was possible to alter the course of the ba- uh, by the battles by doubling back through time in either a pre in either preemptive attack or add reinforcements to a defense. A battle would soon become constantly shifting as the opposing forces altered the outcome, causing reality to diverge and encompass an ever-increasing number of new factors. That is rad. I have... I know that they did not make that seem cool in the comic, though. Yeah. In the comic. Of course not. Because they can barely make a coherent time travel story now. (laughs) And we have some amazing writers that has years and years to build on how to tell time travel stories. Yeah. So. But that sounds real cool. Sounds like some Doctor Who shit. Yeah, definitely. So. Finally, a particular significant and massively mounted battle. So many divergence occurred uh, that the local fabric of time-space continuum briefly ruptured creating an access point or a hole into the timeless dimension of limbo Holy shit. causing all the of causing all of fantas to shift in from normal space into limbo just prior prior to this calamity the space phantom a military strategist of high rank foresaw what would happen and escaped in a coronal capsule but that capsule was damaged in transit and the space phantom was stranded in limbo so wow. net, net zero? <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> there he encountered Immortus, the master of Limbo, who offered to free him from the timeless realm if he would bring Immortus's subjects to study. To do so, Immortus granted him the ability to assume the form of just about anyone he encountered, causing uh and but also causing the duplicated person be cast in a limbo where uh, Immortus can study them. Though Space Phantom despised Immortus, he agreed to his terms and was dispatched to an area which access was possible to Immortus's home planet Earth. Uh, Space Phantom reasoned that if he can single-handedly defeat the Earth's superhuman champions, the Avengers, his people would be free from limbo, perhaps, uh, and perhaps would have like very little trouble con- conquering Earth themselves itself. Oh, um, use, yeah, using his powers, he basically intem- uh, he basically impersonated a bunch of uh, and Avengers, and he hoped to turn the Avengers against each other, and then like you know break up their newly formed team. But then they realized that they were impersonating. That he were, they, he was impersonating the Hulk, who maintained much of his normal human intelligence, and uh, realizing the Space Phantom finally met his defeat when he 
attempted to dementially displace uh, Thor into limbo and mimic his form, but he was un but unable to overcome the various enchantments that the Asgardian ruler placed on Thor and his hammer. He he found himself dispatched to uh, limbo instead, oh. and uh, then after that, the Hulk quit the Avengers, furious over how like the other Avengers felt about him. So basically, he was just like. Yo, you you guys are bad friends. I'm leaving. <laughs> he comes back in the next issue, but like he he doesn't stay around for super long. <laughs> so, <laughs> but honestly, yeah, the most of his friends on Earth are very bad people. Half the people he trusted sent him off to the a planet, and then managed to blow up the planet right after he was like happy for like one of the first times in his life. Aww. So, so like, I, yeah. Space Space Phantom slipped back to Earth through a magical interdimensional aperture that that was created when Thor's brother Loki sent a mortal from Earth to Limbo. Um, he eventually <laughs> formed a uh, a alliance with uh, the Grim Reaper, who is now dead. What? Um, <laughs> Yeah, the Grim Reaper is dead now, but he will come back. Then he took the uh, form of the wounded Madame Hydra and took over her role as the head of the Splinter Group of Hydra that survived the dis the destruction of the main body of the subversive group. And um, later, he and the Grim Reaper uh, fought and captured many of the Avengers, but. Uh, he then made the uh, he made the mistake of attempting to mimic Rick Jones's body, who at this time was basically a doorway for uh, Marvel. Oh yeah. Uh, and unable to assume both forms, he was then put back into limbo, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, the then. The Grim Reaper was defeated again. Okay. Then he remained in limbo, unable to escape until Thor entered limbo, attempting to travel through time. Then he uh, tricked Thor into using his hammer's power to free uh, Fatus from, uh, from limbo. And then um, Thor learned of his deception, but was just like, I might as well. Yeah, I mean, save an entire people, whatever. But but uh, he did that by depleting his ham hammer's time travel powers almost completely and permanently. He was able to basically put it back in real space. Space Phantom, though, is always in limbo. Oh. And, <laughs> and is always just like, and he's just, just still working for Mortis. I mean, you gotta have something to do, I guess. Yeah, so he's six six. Wow, he's a tall boy. Yep, super tall boy. Weighs two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, has blue eyes and well, it doesn't look like it in there, but he has red hair. Okay. In one of the other pictures, he has red hair. Okay. So, um, so unusual feature: all phantoms have webbed hands and feet. Oh. Ugh. Why? Well, why not? <laughs> I get okay. I didn't think of it that way. Thank you. 
<laughs> like, like, why not? Like, I mean, we could have webbed hands. It's true. It's true. Um, so he possesses the strength of someone about his size who doesn't do a lot of exercise. <laughs> but if he adopts the form of a super, super strong person, he would possess as much super strength as that being has, as long as he remains in that particular form. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, it's so the nature of his power of him being able to assume the form and power of other people, of virtually any single person. Um, it's, it's not really known how, but it's presumably non-magical. Yeah. And whenever he, he does this, the person's body is shunted to limbo until he assumes his own form. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the person sent to limbo has no recollection of being in limbo and materializes exactly where they were before they were shunted into limbo. They just, they just gotta spend some time with the Mortons, I guess. Yeah. I just imagine them playing like go fish or something. On a little, so, like uh, all limbo is, is like a white space and a card table <laughs> and two folding chairs. <laughs> Uh, the space phantom appears to have no difficulty, like, appearing as a lot of people in rapid succession. Oh, okay. It does seem to be, like, a time limit. Uh, other space, other space, other phantoms don't have their, the same power. Yeah, because Immortus gave it to him. That's the space phantom. Oh, boy. He's a tall boy in a, in a romper. With padded shoulders. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, how, oh, what do you think? I, like, his powers are actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a pretty cool power. It's just like, I don't know. And I like, <laughs> like I, it feels very Silver Age yeah. as well. And I like very, how very his, like, age. backstory and lore is way more interesting than him. <laughs> Yeah. Like a whole um, people that have discovered time travel before space travel. Except they're always fighting each other. I like the idea of like like a battle that would normally take like maybe like a day turning into like this year's long battle because people are like going back and changing it. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can just add more and more people and like this one battle could become like world ending because People don't know when to stop. But um, I guess I, I do like his powers a lot. They're pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do seem pretty cool. And his only weakness uh, is really that he has a time limit on it. No, he doesn't have a time he limit. Doesn't? He just he can. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's just he has to stay that person. That's so, terrifying. Like, if he stops at one point, if he goes back to his original like form, the person comes back. But yeah, he's okay. He can he can infiltrate as a single person. Yeah. Which is, you know, something. Mm -hmm. But I do want to show you the picture that is on a comic find for his main thing. It's like really suitably creepy. Oh Jesus. Yeah, it's basically it's like him it's like kinda like uh his suit 
but with like a Spider-Man motif on it, and you can see the webbed hands and like his like <laughs> like just a glowing glowing green eye. It's like it's suitably creepy. It is. I think we're pretty much done. Cool. So we'll, let's do plugs. Um, uh, you can go read my webcomic at graceswigs.com. It's about a four higher exorcist that gets involved in some crazy stuff. Uh, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. And I also have uh, an Instagram for, for based mostly by cat, uh, Dexstar at, Marvel, at Marvelous Mooch. And since you're on Instagram, if you're, if you're looking at that, you might as well go over to, uh, you might as well go over to the Instagram for Alphabet Flight, which would be at Alphabet Flight. As in, if you look at out Alphabet Flight on Twitter, you'd also find me there. Um, um, I also have a Patreon, which you can find the link. Which, if I reach twenty five dollars a month, we will I will do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pets of Marvel. And besides that. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Good night. Bye.